Look to the usual suspects here. Pennsylvania, Georgia, Wisconsin, Florida. Maybe we'll see Illinois, California, and Washington added to the stoppages this time. But as I stated before, if they are, quote, stopping the count, they are cheating. There are no ifs, ands, or buts. Welcome to the Political Party Pooper Playbook. And if you thought all we did was sit around thinking up ways to poop on empty suit politicians, well, you'd be half right. From the Tony suburbs of beautiful downtown Colonial Beach, this is indeed the P4B. This week we're talking baseball, illegals, and other fun stuff. Next week I'll do a bit on Juan Segura, who's running for the Virginia legislature, and the ghost of George Orwell haunting Arlington National Cemetery. It will be a follow-up on two previous podcasts and the grave desecration planned there. But first, a quick update on baseball. As of today, 23 September, the magic number for the Phillies to squeeze into the playoffs is two. That's down from six just a few days ago. I'm in communications with my sports buddies, Sam and Ron. Expect to see them here real soon. Now let me interrupt this exercise in brilliance for a special report. I had planned to go straight from baseball into the main event. But recent news has distracted me from my mission. It is being reported that Senator Robert Menendez has been busted again for corruption. This incident points directly to the discussion we'll have momentarily about the insane levels of corruption and deception the average American seems to absorb with unbridled, nay, gleeful credulity. This is the third visit by the man to Robert and his second foray into crime. He is easily the third most corrupt politician behind Obama and B.J. Bill's wife. But he, like they, continued to walk around in civilian clothes, vice orange jumpsuits, a tribute to how deep runs the corruption through our law enforcement agencies. Menendez's first big run-in with the law was in 2008. He was busted for taking bribes and countless flights and vacations from one Solomon Melgan. Throughout their relationship, Menendez took many flights on a 12-passenger private jet to a private island resort. Sound familiar? Same game, different host. Along for several of these flights was one William Jefferson Clinton. The rumors I heard in my old life was that Clinton's Secret Service detail calling these flights Air Fuck One for all the shenanigans gotten up to there aboard. B.J. Bill and the young girls seem to have escaped the attention of investigators back in 2008. That would happen again and again. This was all slow-rolled during the ensuing years. Democrats alternately locked arms with and then pushed away the perverted pariah as political needs dictated. Finally, Robert was needed to push Obamacare over the top in two illegal votes. One by the House, that didn't really take place. The wretch 
Pelosi deemed to have voted and deemed that the vote had taken place. And the other was in the Senate where they needed the scumbag and friend of Bill. The deal was, by this time, inevitable. The 2008 unpleasantness was swept under the rug, for a while anyway. The pig actually kept his seat. So stupid are many citizens, he's been re-elected since. Click the big red button in the text below to see the details from 2008. Keeping up appearances. Fast forward to 2015. Menendez had served his purposes carrying Obama's toilet water. But people were seriously starting to ask how Menendez was still unscathed by the law. It was becoming clear that he was still dirty. So, to calm the waters, the DOJ finally brought forward the old charges. There was a bit of kabuki theater ending in a, quote, mistrial. 2016 loomed large, and the Dems were rightfully worried that the Donald was going to upset the apple cart. Lefties couldn't spare one seat in the Senate. So, with a finger wag and a firmly worded statement, all was fully forgiven. Click on this button for the update on that. You just can't keep a good man down. 22 September 2023 Today we learned that this insufferable pig has been at it again. It seems Menendez has been taking money hand over fist from friends and foreign governments. He's got a no-show job with Egypt, much like what the crackhead had gotten from Ukraine. He took it because he knew barring a sea change, no one would bust him for it. And for a while he was right. I want you to look at the pattern here and a new motivation. This investigation, like previous offenses, has been slow-rolled. They've had them for years. If the DOJ nailed them for the things they had them for early on, he wouldn't have been able to sell the country further down the river. The whole affair has been an ace the DOJ was holding in case they needed it. Contrast that to Trump and the documents. With Obama as president, that one could have gone on for years, just by virtue of the negotiations, which had already started. But Joe's puppet masters needed to destroy Trump now. So they ordered Joe to order the raid on Mar-a-Lago. Lots of drama. Good TV. And yes, Joe did order that. I'll deal with that next week, too. All the indictments of Trump have been racked and stacked to be served up during the election. Their value as a matter of law is irrelevant. So the Dem machine still has its ace. Why use it now? One reason is because Merrick Garland, the poofy AG, wants to be able to score propaganda points. See, we punish people who sell out their country to foreigners. No one can say we don't. Hunter and Joe et al. are as pure as the freshly fallen snow. Also, polls indicate that a generic Democrat versus any GOP candidate wins in New Jersey. They have a governor who's guzzled all the tribal Kool-Aid and who will reliably appoint the goofiest lefty available to keep Menendez's seat through 2025. 
So, Bob will finally see justice, maybe. But it will all be theater and meted out for far more corrupt reasons than the underlying crime. Keep your eye on the ball. The present president of the United States is entirely handled by a corrupt cabal. He has also committed crimes of his own against the nation. So what of Bob? After 15 years of allowing him to commit crimes, actually watching him do it. Seeing Menendez eat shit now is a hollow victory. Redemption. No arguments from me on this one from Zahan. I have been dinging Peter pretty hard recently, so this week I'm happy to give him props. In a recent short video, Zahan made some really good points about what we need to do about production and raw materials to secure our economic future. It involves some serious heavy lifting. I like these types of videos because it mirrors closely things I've said over the years, but not for the same reasons as Peter does, and certainly not with the geopolitical grasp he possesses. Things like this were also a big part of my 11 points series, which can easily be found browsing this substack. I'll post the video at the very bottom of the transcript below the big subscribe button. That way you won't miss anything this week. Poe River has started to get its first holiday orders of the season. This is smart. It's a good time to pick up some nice gifts, stocking stuffers, and gag gifts so you can coast into the holidays relaxed and not watching the calendar so closely. You do have time right now, of course, but remember, a lot of what you see on Poe River is made to order. So if you see something you like, keep that in mind. My suppliers are really good and they work really hard for you. But the closer we get to the holidays, the longer the turnaround time. I would recommend you come see us before 1 December. We look forward to hearing from you and we'll be grateful for your business. Poe River supports the P4B. And now for the main event. Yay! How can we catalog all the stupid? It is amazing how lefties can lie with a straight face. And lefty proles, not believing any of it, parrot the lies at every opportunity. They are still, and in the person of Corinne Jean-Pierre, playing to the seven Americans still stupid enough to believe their shit, they and she are incapable of one syllable of honesty on the subject of illegals invading this country, or any other subject for that matter. I mentioned some months ago that we would reach 7 million illegals under the Biden puppet show by the end of his presidency. I was wrong. Including an estimated 1 million gotaways, we are already past the 7 million number, and there is still another year left in the puppet show. The illegals are pouring over the border 
at a rate of up to 10,000 per day. KJP's favorite lie about the invasion is that the immigration system is, quote, broken. Spoiled kids and the left love pithy, breathy phrases like that. We don't follow the law because the system is broken. You should stamp a foot for emphasis when you say that. Grown-ups know the law doesn't work that way. Grown-ups know that when a president, following the orders of his Democratic predecessor, breaks the law, saying the system is broken, he's still committing a crime. And what a crime it is. Upwards of 70,000 dead Americans per year from the Dem-facilitated drug trafficking only. The answer to a broken system is to go to Congress with a winning argument and to get enough votes to make new laws which facilitate the kind of immigration policy you desire. Grown-ups know the answer isn't throwing open the border and allowing pretend asylum seekers and tons of drugs into the country. There's a footnote. I keep saying grown-ups, but in reality, an honest, normal, middle school student knows all these things. They have to become emotionally damaged, dishonest, lefty idiots before they can finally unknow these basic truths. They must become people stupid enough to believe Obama and Biden. This is not unique to the immigration issue. Immigration is just the corruption and nonstop lying we're discussing today. But look at any important issue we face today and you will find the regime under the tutelage of Obama and his holdovers lying and promoting ideas injurious to the United States. Well, what's left of it anyway. Nothing is broken. The bullshit about the system being broken is an excuse for importing slave wage illegals and it is not new. Going all the way back to Reagan's amnesty deal, the lie has been trotted out for every idiotic pro-illegal scam the government has foisted on us. But the system is fine. If we used it, we would not only have fewer illegals crossing the Rio Grande, we'd be receiving millions of the right people each year to advance our interests. By that I mean educated, intelligent people with talents that will contribute to a healthy economy. There are people around the world who have been waiting for years to immigrate here according to the existing perfectly workable laws. But these laws prevented politicians and businesses from bringing in huge swaths of uneducated, unskilled labor. So with a wink and a nod, these forces agreed to bring people in illegally and not rat each other out. The business people just wanted low-wage drones, caring not a lick for their welfare. It has been a myth for years now that such people are aligned with the GOP. They are not. K Street, for big business and trade associations, are absolutely slobbering on the big regulators, the Dems, for special consideration. And when it comes to importing and hiring illegals, they get royal treatment from the Democratic Party. The Dems themselves want to create an entirely new voting block of millions of low-wage drones. 
and they have the imports moving in in huge numbers. The Dem partners, the cartels, bring the rubes up through Central America and Mexico. They hand off the cargo to the welcome wagon we used to call our border security. The welcome wagon is now paid to promptly release these illegals into society with no controls and a pretend court date for which the illegals will never show. Through the use of highly paid, quote, nonprofits, there's a footnote, and migrant activist groups tarted up to look like church groups, the illegals are told how to get Social Security cards and how to game the system if they don't want to work. Illegals who have been bounced before, and those illegals with relatives here, simply head for the areas where the relatives or old contacts live. And all this happens, we are told, because the system is broken. Well, snowflakes, it ain't so. And everybody knows it ain't so. It's just the lie the left uses to make all this happen. As I said, if they were honestly concerned about the broken system, they'd legislate new laws into existence. The GOP put forward a plan a few months ago, and the Dems killed it. There's a footnote, an important footnote. And no, it wasn't killed because it doesn't create a workable immigration system. It was killed because political whores like Schumer's and Jeffries don't even want the appearance of anyone doing the right thing on immigration. If they did, they'd look even more stupid saying the system is broken. In a civilized country with a free press, killing that bill meant to fix the country's biggest national security threat since 1861 would have made banner headlines for weeks. We are no longer a civilized country. And the media act as fluffers for the government. I would wager that few of you reading this even know the House GOP passed immigration legislation. The Senate killed it, of course. And the gutless speaker and Senate minority leader showed their bellies and pissed on themselves instead of loudly taking their case directly to the people. The system is fine. Ex existing immigration laws are fine. It is the political whores who are broken and useless to us. Here's the best part and proves the point about making little voters. That's electoral cheating. There are now 16 states which, through bullshit motor voter scam, automatically provide mail-in ballots to illegal aliens who should not be here and are not allowed to vote in national elections. In some cases, they're not even supposed to vote in local elections. But vote they do, and they'll do so again. We have 7 million new illegal voters in this country right now. Those, quote, non-profits and, quote, churches, make sure the illegals know who got them their entree into this country. These people are heavily propagandized by their handlers. As of the next election, any illegal who came here under the present puppet regime and all the ones who have been here illegally for years before that, millions of people, will be able to get a driver's license in 16 states and vote. 
Remember the caveat about not being able to vote in national elections? Do you think for one minute they will be printing special ballots for the illegals that don't have federal offices indicated on them? Think again. You already live in a world so stupid that they don't permit government offices or even census takers to ask about your alien status. So the motor voter assholes have no idea who the illegals are on their rolls. And in these blue areas, they don't want to know. Do you think when the illegals get their ballots, they will mark only local election blocks and not the federal? If you do, then you're a special kind of stupid. Likely, the only recognizable name on the ballot will be presidential candidates. That's what they hear about all the time. We're not talking about people who seek to grow into their communities and assimilate, as the propaganda says. They'll tick off the Dem presidential candidate and any others with a D next to their names as they've been instructed to do so by the, quote, churches and the, quote, nonprofits. What a scam. What a fucking con. And all carried out under the color of authority. Predictions. Let's dispense with Kamala first. The puppet masters who run the regime may likely dump her soon. She'll be bought off. Perhaps she'll be told that she'll get the next Supreme Court seat the Dems nominate. If so, that would make her the most ridiculous candidate ever to sit in those chambers. According to reports, she would also be the most abusive to her law clerks. But first, she'd have to believe that the Dems can win if she is to accept such a half-baked promise. This leads directly to the second prediction in two parts. One, Cartel Joe remains useful in the eyes of his puppet masters. They let him stay on and run. He already has the worst polls of any president since the use of poll numbers. To the fraudsters, that won't count for much. Or two, the puppet masters now throw Joe under a bus and hand-select his replacement. This replacement will be awarded all superdelegates and purchased delegates Joe would have gotten. There may be a Potemkin candidate propped up to create a sham primary battle, but the anointed one will be nominated regardless. You see, the Democrats even cheat their own. Dem voters will be dispirited by the sham, and morale in the party will sink to an all-time low as it had immediately before the 2020 election. But take heart lefties on election day, as was the case in 2020, miracles will rain down from the heavens. Ballot dumpsters will be found filled to overflowing. Harvesters will assist millions of disabled and elderly voters to vote almost uniformly for the candidate they've watched crash and burn or the one they laughed at when he was anointed by the Democratic Party. COVID measures will remain in place to allow people to vote up to 45 days early. Mm -mm -mm. All those votes laying around for weeks, 
No temptation there. Blue districts will use stunts like Philadelphia did, ejecting GOP poll watchers and count monitors. Maybe they'll tape up the windows again. Let us not forget those millions of illegals casting their illegal ballots. Since we have no idea their alien status, their votes will flood polling places. If by that time they haven't found, forged, or groomed enough ballots by election night, states will, quote, stop the count. Look to the usual suspects here. Pennsylvania, Georgia, Wisconsin, Florida. Maybe we'll see Illinois, California, and Washington added to the stoppages this time. But as I stated before, if they are, quote, stopping the count, they are cheating. There are no ifs, ands, or buts. To be certain, the Dems will fight to keep ballots coming in past the deadline. Activist judges will, once again, wave their magic wands and make worthless ballots valuable again. There is every chance that the sorriest shit show in American political history will be reinstalled in the seats of power. Much credit will be due to the presence of the illegals who should not be in the country, much less voting. Here's the saddest part of all. Emboldened by this success, the Dems will double down on their debasement of our culture and economy by keeping the southern border wide open. It will matter not to them. They care not now that tens of thousands more Americans will die each year from fentanyl. Solutions Democrats with dignity Turn your backs on these worthless, corrupt political hacks. They could not care less if you fell in a sinkhole anyway. Demand the party find a civilized center again. RFK Jr., still not protected by the Secret Service, there's a footnote, stands ready to pull your party back from Stalinism. There's a footnote on that too. Arizona and Texas defy and nullify the federal pig farm on the issue of border security. Where the federal government fails to do its job, you have the obligation to take over. Put the barriers back up. Finish the wall yourselves. The wall was already paid for and authorized by Congress. Sue the federal government for the costs. Give federal agencies a choice. Assist you or get out. And from here on out, Send them right back across the border at the point of a gun if you have to, but close the border. The United States have done 10 times their due diligence in taking in illegals. Expel the ones you have. Stop any further incursion. Enjoy the video and don't forget the footnotes at the end of the text. Be sure to use all the buttons at the top and bottom of the text. We live and die by the share and subscribe buttons. Send inquiries to poriverproductions at gmail.com. Thank you very much for joining us today.